Are you offended? Is there hurt in your heart that you won't let go of and are making your daily life decisions from? Are there any roots of bitterness within your heart? Are you mad or offended at God by his ways, by his discipline? Are you upset by what you don't understand, especially in those times where everything seems to go terribly wrong when you've attempted to do everything right? Welcome to Friday Word. I'm LaToya, your TGN Daily Collaborator. And on this first Friday of December, as we seek to learn from our shepherd, Jesus Christ, by way of his word and spirit, I encourage each of us to start by examining ourselves before him with the questions proposed at the top of our time together. Please keep these starter questions in mind as we move forward into the reading and teaching of the word today. Now, if you are able, please open up your Bibles or apps to Matthew 11 with me. I will be reading out of the New English Translation. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their towns. Now, when John heard in prison about the deeds Christ had done, he sent his disciples to ask a question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, Go tell John what you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. While they were going away, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Look, those who wear soft clothing are in the palaces of kings. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and forceful people lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John appeared. And if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. The one who has ears had better listen. To what should I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces who call out to one another. We played the flute for you, yet you did not dance. We wailed in mourning, yet you did not weep. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, look at him, a glutton and a drunk, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. 
Then Jesus began to criticize openly the cities in which he had done many of his miracles because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! If the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be thrown down to Hades. For if the miracles done among you had been done in Sodom, it would have continued to this day. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for the region of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son decides to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke on you and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my load is not hard to carry. The Word of the Lord Sisters, let's keep this entire chapter in mind as we focus our attention and our teaching on one verse today. This verse is verse 6, where our Savior Jesus speaks, And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. Let's pray. Father God, I don't know about anyone else, but I come to you this morning weary and burdened. and frustrated, and just so needy of you and your rest. And Lord, right now, I just declare that I rest in the fact that you are our teacher, that anything that I say, it has to come by way of your Holy Spirit for us to receive anything through it. Hallelujah, Lord. And so I just personally turn and surrender everything to you right now, Lord, because I don't want anything to come out of my mouth that doesn't come from heaven. So Lord, I ask that you use me this morning, this day, as your vessel to speak what you are speaking to us so that we can grow more in intimate relationship with you, that our eyes would be open, that there would be no blindness, no darkness in our line of sight. Lord, that our hearts would be cleansed, that our hands would be cleansed. And your word says that our hearts would be purified. Father God, you are doing a great, terrific work in your children and each and every one of us. And even when it feels horrible, God, like you showed us last month or just reminded us and continue to pour into us, you are good and doing good. And so, Lord, I lean upon your goodness to teach, and I ask that each and every one of the hearers will lead, lean upon your goodness to hear what you are speaking. We love you. 
In the name of Jesus, amen. So let's talk about what's going down here in Matthew 11. It is moving from Matthew 10, where Jesus has called and sent his 12 disciples with detailed instruction for ministry in his name. And Jesus, he went another way onto their cities to preach and teach. If you're new to the word of God, Jesus had more than 12 disciples. The 12 were simply set apart by God for specific purposes. Now we see and read here that John the Baptist is in prison. He has been put in prison because of the ministry God has set him apart for. He has committed no crime. He has simply made people uncomfortable. Let me share with you something you may not know or have forgotten. Jesus and John the Baptist are related. Remember, Mary, Jesus' mother, and Elizabeth, John's mother, were cousins. I share this with you because here is John sitting in prison. And spoiler alert, he will be soon beheaded in this prison. And his cousin, second removed, or however that goes, is the one he has given his life to and for, who is the one John declared he was not even worthy to tie his sandals, the one whom Jesus confirms for us all and for John himself, who gives sight to the blind, who helped, who restore the lame to walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. And yet John remains in prison. Where is the Lord's help for him? Beloved, it is in his word, and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. A word not only to comfort John, but also the disciples he sent to Jesus. The one doing all this good in the towns they lived in seems to be doing nothing for the man who was sent to prepare the way for him. Do not miss that emphasis on the word seemed. Because isn't that often what it feels like? Beloved, you have no clue how difficult it was to get this teaching to you today. It seemed as if our God was doing nothing to help me, (laughs) yet the blessing has come in not being offended by what I don't think God is doing, but instead by trusting him in what he is doing. That's why I prayed as I did at the top this, this morning. Sisters, are God's ways and thoughts are not like our own. They are higher and they are perfect in knowledge and understanding in every way. I had to, and in every moment, have to choose to trust him and to not be offended, which is what the frustration, right, is always leading me to in order. It's that um, opportunity the devil is trying to gain to tempt me away from our God. But praise the Lord, he is for us. And I say us for a reason, because that it, today is not just for me. This teaching is, ju- is not just for me, but for you listening. I find that amazing how multi-layered and purposed our God is and is working, especially for and through his children. 
Jesus speaks, and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. When we're walking in what we believe to be the will of God, I think even when we we become Christian and, and we don't even know the will of God yet, we expect that everything is supposed to go our way. But beloved, this is a wrong expectation, especially for the world we live in. We're in a battle against darkness. God's enemy is our enemy and is not going to make it easy for us. We see right here in Matthew 11 that everything wasn't roses for John the Baptist, whom Jesus said was the greatest of the prophets. John was imprisoned and killed. Even for Jesus, who declares to the cities in this very chapter how the people were not repenting, the Son and very Word of God personified was in their midst, in the flesh, and they did not repent. Doesn't that sound ridiculous? Yet how much more so do we fail to respond to our Lord as we should? Beloved, our God is clearing up our eyesight, isn't he? He's been so clearly speaking to us repetitively about perspective. Jesus speaks, and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. Could this be the simple yet powerful reason the Lord commands us to forgive one another and to love even our enemies, to pray for and to bless them, to keep our hearts clean? Because ultimately, when you truly think about it and are honest, when people do us wrong, who is at fault? Don't we eventually ask God why he placed them in our lives? Why is he allowing them to treat us as they are? Sisters, we're walking along the road of offense when we go there, when we don't apply to our lives what the Lord has commanded of us. Jesus speaks, blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. I want us to see that our Lord is telling us that he moves in ways where offense can come easily to our feeble hearts, yet we must know that our God is never intending to offend us. Let's look at some biblical examples. In John 4, there is a royal official that comes to Jesus asking for him to come and heal his son. Jesus' response is, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. It was like Jesus didn't even hear him. If the official would have gotten offended, he would have missed the miracle. Instead, scripture tells us he asked again, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus' response to him this time was, Go home, your son will live. This is another opportunity by which the official could have been offended by Jesus. It's like, man, you're not coming with me. (laughs) But this man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and set off for home and received a new revelation of who Jesus is and what he can do when he found his son completely healed. I wonder what revelations are we missing of, of, our, of Jesus when we give up because of our lack of understanding of what God is doing in the moment or in the season we're in, when we forget that God is for us, 
even when it's hard and difficult and nothing seems to be going our way. In it all, he has told us to continually turn to him, to trust him and to receive good things like the work of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 15, there is a woman who is a Gentile, which means she just wasn't Jewish, who comes to Jesus for her daughter who is demon-possessed. She cries, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is horribly demon-possessed. And Jesus' response is, well, first he doesn't even answer her (laughs) as his disciples beg of him that she be sent away. She was a distraction and interruption for his disciples. Then listen to what he answers. I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now there are so many opportunities for this woman to have become offended, yet I find she understood something about Jesus that many even today don't get, that he is willing. His heart is compassionate and kind towards God's created ones. This woman instead bowed down before him and said, Lord, help me. But let's listen to Jesus' next response. Is it not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs, he said. Now listen to the beautiful words from the woman. Yes, Lord, she replied. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. How many of us would have been offended and walked away, been through with this Jesus and missed our miracle? Instead, Jesus answers her, woman, your faith is great. Let what you want be done for you. And her daughter was healed from that hour. And there are so many other examples in the Bible for us to retreat to and learn the true ways of Christ with people. The Lord actually started us in this conversation months ago with the Friday word, faith in the simple, where we looked at Naaman and Elijah in 2 Kings. Now, Naaman, he is someone who got offended at the ways of God and almost missed his miracle. If it, not his, if it not had been for his humble and wise servant and his intervention with, the wor- with words of faith, I think that's where God has us today. This is an intervention with words of faith. Wherever you stand, in the, stand today, in the words of David Guzik, it doesn't take long or much to turn back to God and receive his goodness. We can do it right now, wherever you believe your relationship with the Lord is, whatever you uh, have been thinking, even incorrectly about our God. Today is the day to turn to him and receive the truth. And if you are on a good trajectory with the Lord, it's even more so an open door to continue to grow in that right way, right? Our God is always going to move us from level to level, from glory to glory, from faith to more faith, from strength to more strength in him. When we're offended, it clouds our judgment and affects our actions and relationships negatively. And this is relationship with God and with one another. Hebrews 11 instructs us to ensure that no one fails to receive the grace of God through a bitter root that defiles everything. 
This is what our Father and Lord are doing for us today through the Word. When we let our emotions become the Lord of our lives, bitter roots begin to make home in our hearts and bring ruin to everything, whether we realize it or not. Some people seem to love being bitter, don't they? Even Christians. But it's not the state our God has created us in Christ Jesus to live in, and our hearts are to be His home alone. Last year, the Lord gave me this word to share with a few, and I believe today he is saying it is now time to share with you. He was speaking from the book of Daniel and is encouraging us with this, against all odds, hope in God, turn to and pray to him. Believe that our God answers prayer because he does. Discouragement will always draw us away from God. This is why he tells us throughout the Bible to be encouraged. We live in a world that has a spirit uh, of darkness specifically assigned to discourage the saints. I know the questions are often, how, Lord, when I feel this way, how can I be encouraged when this is happening to me? Yet God tells us to take heart and to be encouraged anyway. He is our hope. Now, as you hear this, are you offended? Beloved, Jesus is always going to speak the truth to us, and it always comes from love. God is love. We have to determine to receive it as love and to respond to him by faith. I also want us to keep in mind that God is going to send his servants to us to always redirect us to him, to the truth, when we want to drown in the quicksand of self-pity. These servants don't walk in quick Christian sayings and quoting of the Bible without the Spirit of God. No, they speak exactly what you need to hear with the grace of God, even when you don't want to hear it. But that is when it is our opportunity to not be offended, but to respond by faith. Oftentimes you know this because you know you needed to hear it and you were meant to hear it, even if you didn't want to. (laughs) And beloved, I pray we all will be quick to receive it and step in faith with it, however the Holy Spirit is leading us. And just a quick encouragement here for those of us in Christ Jesus. Let's be ones who walk by the Spirit towards one another, delivering what brings the power of God to each other's hearts and to the circumstances and situations of our lives. It can be a word or action, such as silence or just a hug, whatever the Holy Spirit is leading us to do and nothing less or more than. This is what I witness of Christ Jesus through the word. How about you? We are called to keep our hearts tuned to God, what he says and responding on his terms. We can't do this if we're holding on to any offense, not only to God, but to others as well. 
I know that it's hard for me to obey God in doing something for another person if I'm angry at or offended by them. And I honestly don't want that to barricade my love, which is my obedience to God anymore. I'm being transparent with you, sisters, as transparent as I hope you will be with our Father in heaven. Keep an open heart to God in all things, always. Keep an open heart to God when it feels good and even when it hurts, when you understand and when you don't, even when for some reason you don't want to, keep it open to God anyways. Children of the Most High, Romans 8.15 speaks, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery, leading again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Sisters, we no longer need to fear God in the way of punishment and wrath. The fear of God is reverence and awe at who he is. God, (laughs) the only God, the God who can do all things and the God who loves us. Jesus took it all for every sin. Jesus made enemies of God who most likely did not even know we were enemies and made us children. The devil will always lie to us because he wants us to live where he is. He is the enemy of God. He is offended at God. He has a closed heart towards God. He is in active rebellion to the most high always. Is this what we want to be associated with before the eyes of our God? Simply because God didn't do what we wanted him to do, how we wanted him to do it? I know I don't and will be checking my own heart along with you in this to see if I hold any of this within me. Because sisters, as the word declares, we who are in Christ Jesus are free. And don't we want to live free? Abba Father helping us? Don't we want to live blessed? Well, our Savior is calling out, blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. Praise the Lord above for doing this heart surgery on us. Amen. As we begin and as we conclude and go into our separate, unique ways of life, I exhort us to allow this word of God to examine us. Our God is giving. And if we want to be able to receive what the Lord has for us, to receive more of him, more of his kingdom, our hearts have to be cleansed of offense. And it's not a one-time thing. This is something we need to check on daily, maybe several times throughout the day. Amen. As you will now hear me say often, everything shared today is what I found from the word and believe the Holy Spirit led me to teach this first Friday of December. But remember to test it and allow the Holy Spirit to confirm it, correct it, and even add to it as he guides each of us in the one Lord we serve. Now, if for some reason you do not believe in Jesus Christ and don't know how you found yourself here listening to this small podcast out in the world, I want to encourage you. It's God. He is calling you and he wants you to know him truly. And that is only through his son, Jesus Christ. That's the only way to the father. 
who was sent for the very purpose of reconciling you to the Father by way of his death on the cross and his resurrection three days later. Hey, I know it sounds crazy, maybe even too simple and good to be true, but I assure you, to you. It's more than you could ever imagine. And it only requires your faith in Jesus as the son of God. He came to seek and save the lost, which is every one of us. If you choose to believe today and confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, you now have the Holy Spirit as a gift from the father and a seal of your eternal security in him. I tell you, that's how good God is. It doesn't require anything but your belief and confession or agreement to who he says is the truth, the way, and the life. Now, if you said yes to Jesus today, yay, all of heaven is rejoicing just for you. You've entered the kingdom of God. Now it's time to learn how to live under his loving rule and allow him to transform you as he does for every single one of his children. He's transforming me. He's transforming the Christians around you. We become disciples of Christ who choose daily to follow him. If you need any assistance connecting to local and global trusted Christ-centered fellowships, please do not hesitate to reach out to me here through TGN Daily. And as you are led by our capable God in worshiping him, please know all of our resources here at TGN Daily, the podcast and the website at tgndaily.org is just for that, to cultivate a true relationship with the Most High God in Christ Jesus personally, in truth, love, and by His Holy Spirit. Amen. TGN Daily is not the only resource, just one available to you to help you come into a saving knowledge of God through Jesus Christ and grow from there. If you believe and are not affiliated or in contact to a Christ-centered, spirit-filled, biblically sound church family, you too can feel free to reach out to to me on the TGN Daily contact form and let's get you connected to Christ in truth and with his flock, his family, as he will lead you. Let's pray. Thank you, Father God, for carrying me through this time of worshiping you and giving the teaching of your word. I am so cognizant of how much I need you. I just need you, Lord. And I thank you for being with me and being with us, all who are listening at this moment during this time. Father God, This world is so loud. It is so noisy. It's disruptive and interruptive. And it gives so many reasons to be frustrated, God. But yet you tell us to keep our heart clean, to keep it clear, to keep it free, but also filled with you, filled with your word, filled with your spirit. And so, Lord, I thank you for working out all the offense that we have in our hearts, even those hidden offenses that we don't even know we have. Lord, draw us closer to you. That's what you want. You say, draw near to you and you will draw near to us. Lord, you are the God who pours out more grace to the humble 
And so, Lord, as we humble ourselves and turn to you and get real and honest with you, Lord, I expect you to do a mighty work in each and every one of us. Help us to trust you more over and above the distrust we may have for you and even one another. Lord, transform us by your beautiful grace and power by your spirit. For your son, the image of your son is our goal. Hallelujah. That is what you are doing in us. So thank you for the transformation that comes by the renewing of our mind through your word. Thank you for your consistency and faithfulness to us, Lord, even when we're faithless. Thank you, God, that you are our God and you have come to seek and save us. Lord, help us to respond moment by moment to your love, to receive all the good things you have for us and to remain encouraged, full of faith, full of vigor, full of you. Hallelujah. As we live the life you have given to us. This life in Christ is a gift, Lord. And in every way that the enemy has tried to distort our perspective of that, Lord, I thank you for redeeming and renewing and restoring for us because that's who you are, the restorer, the redeemer, the lover of our souls. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, bless this day. Bless the hearts of my sisters. Amen. Thank you for allowing me this privilege to share the word of God with you this first Friday of December. I am so thankful to God for you. I'm so thankful to God for his word. Amen. And so be on the lookout to hear again from Sharon, our TGN daily teaching contributor. Um, We have her scheduled to bring the word of the Lord on her heart. Um, for us on the fifth Friday, the last day of this year. So I know I'm expected to hear what the Lord has for us to um, launch us into the new year. Amen. May you be blessed, my sisters. And thank you again for joining us for TGN Daily's Friday Word, the teaching ministry for the women of God.